All right. Hey, now, episode two. Oh, my goodness. Here we are back again. The Rob's podcast with Maddie West. What's up? What's up? How about that intro? Oh, yeah. I have to give a shout out to my man, uh, Tony Tripp at the Unspoken Art Studios. Thanks so much, Tony. Yeah, he's got that. Look at this. Like, look at this set behind look us. Look at us right now. If you're listening and you can't see us, then you need to head over to either YouTube or Facebook and check it out. Yeah, check it out uh, because we've really stepped it up since week yeah. one. And uh, look at that. right out of the gate, I want to start thanking people for everything that happened Holy with week cow. one. Yeah. But first, let me just start with a, a spot, if you don't mind, real quick, Maddie. I understand. This episode of the Rob's Podcast with Maddie West is brought to you by Spuds and Stuff. Mm, our old friend Spuds and Stuff. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> let me tell you how much I love Spuds and Stuff. I have to tell you this funny story. This is the truth. Yeah. After I got let go, mm-hmm. probably the first question people asked me was, why did you get fired? Right. The second question I got asked would probably be, did you really feel that way about Spuds and Stuff's Philly <laughs> cheesesteaks? Yeah, I feel that way about Spuds and Stuff's Philly and cheesesteaks. And I did. So listen, if I if I say I'm the Rob and this is the way I feel about a sponsor, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and that's that's true. Right now, listen, if they had me read a commercial, I'm mm-hmm. reading what's on the paper. Right, but that's not an endorsement. Yeah. And now they're if, different, yeah. If I didn't think it was the best in the tri-state, I'd be like, boy, Spuds and Stuff makes delicious Philly cheesesteaks. Yeah. But I was telling you, I'm the Rob, and yeah. Spuds and Stuff <laughs> makes the best Philly cheesesteaks. And I believe you, because I had one. We went together once, and I, they are so well, good. They're even better now, because he got the Cheese Whiz. Oh, yeah? And he got the Omarosa well, Rolls. Go so I'm telling you, it's even better than it was before. Oh, man. Um, what Trust me pounds? when I tell you the best. <laughs> and who knows Philly cheesesteaks better than I me? I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm from Philadelphia. Um, I would not lie to you about uh, their Philly cheesesteaks. Nobody in the city knows Philly cheesesteaks better than me. And I'm telling you, Jason at Spuds and Stuff makes the best one in town. He does. He used to bring me in to make make little adjustments yeah. to make it sh- to make sure it tasted you were just like, the like fine tuner. A, tr- yeah. a true Philly. What he wound up with was sheer perfection. Try it for yourself if you don't believe me. Also, don't forget their delicious Spuds. In fact, let me, uh, while we're talking about Spuds, I should I'm literally so hungry just like thinking about (laughs) the time that we went because it was so good. See, look, when I talk about advertisers, look at that. Exactly. Right. So there you go. I'm so hungry. Get it off there. As you can see, the phone number is (laughs) 812-402-7783. Also, don't forget, look at that Philly. Oh, great. Look at that Philly. And then their spuds are also delicious. They're at 2403 Washington Avenue on Evansville's east side. And starting Tuesday, the grand reopening of the location at 41 in Boonville, New Harmony. No way. They're now hiring for drivers for delivery. I'm unemployed. (laughs) Perfect. So go ahead. They're now accepting applications. And of course, if you want to advertise on the Rob's podcast with Maddie West, go ahead and email the Rob's podcast at gmail.com. Especially if it's food. (laughs) Especially if it's food. So uh, I do want to thank everyone. This has been like literally the best week of my entire career. Which is a long time. I, I've worked in radio for 16 years, going on 17. Now, it's, I guess it's this isn't it's radio still, anymore. It's close enough, yeah. I've worked in showbiz or whatever you want to call it. It's so it's much better. Dude, it's been so, it's been <laughs> so much fun. Oh my gosh. Not having to like answer to anybody. Right. To be able to just talk about uh, the, the way I honestly feel about things. It doesn't even seem real it, it still doesn't seem real the amount of like uh, it was honestly overwhelming the amount of positivity and support and feedback and encouragement that we got especially after the first episode it blew me away 
I did not think people wanted this that bad, and they did. And it was and just we like, want we wanted it. We knew we wanted it. All of the feedback we got was like positive. All of it. And there was literally nothing negative. It was just when for the last few years of my career, it's been all negative right. feedback. Yeah. And now the people who matter are the audience. And that just felt like, God, this is what I wanted to I get to. I know. And like now that people are sponsoring the show, it's like now this is what I wanted to mm-hmm. do my whole career. And look at us. Yeah. Doing it. Having fun doing it. Doing and it. The show, look at the set behind us. It's growing. This is like seriously, obviously you can listen to us on, well, gosh, all kinds of places now. Exactly. You can, you can listen to us on Spotify. You can listen to us on Apple. You can listen to us on Podbean. So if you're doing that right now, great. Thank, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Here's the but way if you want to see our six set. Exactly. Then you you got to head over to Facebook. Or Just YouTube. Yeah. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash The Rob's Podcast. Give it a like. Give it a like. Give it a subscribe. Check out all of our episodes up there. You can see the video. You can also see the videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. We love interacting with the audience love on it. that platform too. Yeah. Uh, Podbean is a free podcasting app. Mm-hmm. Not for me, but for the listener. <laughs> so if you want to go ahead and subscribe whenever there's a new episode, you can just download Download it right there. Listen yep. to it in your car. Listen mm-hmm. to it at work. Whatever you want to do. If you don't want to watch the visual element, that's fine. Right. Um, and with me on screen, I can totally understand <laughs> why people... I put makeup on today, okay, people? Makeup. <laughs> you were done up last time. I was. It was date night. In fact, that was part of the feedback I got, too. So, um, let's see. People love. What? Can Maddie really wear her extensions every day? We like her better with long hair. No. Well, okay. <laughs> hold, hold that thought real quick. I yeah. have a little bit of an order here. Uh, people loved the tea. People oh, loved yeah. the tea that got spilled. Sipping that tea. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad you guys liked it. That was uh, that was my life for that's the last li- two that's years. That's not tea, honey. That's reality. That was just. It that's was just re- reality. Don't make me do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were the talk of the office. I heard. Were we? Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, they're not supposed to. I'm not going to reveal any names. You're not. Gonna, you'll tell me later, right? Yeah, I'll, okay. t- I'll tell you later. But um, yeah, people, we were the talk of the no, office. No, good or bad? Well, uh, well, of course, the uh, people who you think like it liked it, and yeah, the people yeah. who you think hated it hated it. Okay, cool. Um, so then uh, we did our jobs. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> um, so I want to thank Thanks the for people, tuning in again this week. We really appreciate it. <laughs> the people who reached out to me from that building, hey, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for the support. Some people even think we may have... Uh, in small ways, even begun a culture change in that building. And if that's the case, first of all, that's kind of touching. You think people will follow suit? Well, I think that there may have been some things that some people weren't aware of. Uh, Oh, and now we've exposed? Well, I don't know. I I mean, I made it very clear when I worked there some of the things that were happening, and they responded by firing me. (laughs) You know, um, everything I felt was extremely warranted. I literally did nothing contributed nothing (laughs) said nothing so i have no idea what it's like because i was always like nope (laughs) i won't reveal names some messages i received from people i used to work with yeah yeah um i love that you didn't tell i'm so glad you saved that and didn't tell me hey rob just wanted to let you know that i listened to the first episode today and it was very good i also want to thank you and maddie please let her know for being so forthcoming about what happened to you guys at town square i'm so thankful you guys did this show because it really validated my feelings about how i was treated during my time there oh knowing that i wasn't off the mark or imagining things really brings me peace Wow. So thank you for sharing these experiences because it had a very big positive impact on me wow. uh, you're welcome um, yeah. Thanks from a, for writing that in. From too. a different coworker. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you for giving an accurate portrayal of how awful it was to work at Town Square. Yikes. Good luck with the podcast and congratulations on the baby. Thank you. I won't say names. Um, I got a couple texts too, but I didn't print them out. It's okay. Um, they weren't all texts. Some were right there on the videos. Some right, were right. Yeah, yeah. Facebook messages. Either way, thanks for your support. Yeah. And uh, thanks for listening back there. We, uh, we appreciate yeah. it. Good and bad. Um, and again, thanks for tuning in this week because you know you are. My uh, <laughs> one thing I wanted to let you know, uh, uh, my friend Brett. Yeah. Wants less Rob, more Maddie. Oh. Uh, would not stop talking about how hot he thinks you are. Okay. <laughs> And if you well, Brett, <laughs> just say if you want, if you want to, <laughs> you just wait, honey. There's a certain pole in here somewhere. It's back here, yeah. So, um, yeah, he wants less Rob, more Maddie. Oh, he still thinks I'm hot, even though I'm a mom. Yeah. Oh, once I get a tummy tuck, it's over for you, hoes. I know, Brett, and I'm pretty sure he's always had a pretty hard crush on you. Okay. Well, I have a pretty hard crush on Brett too. Full you, you know who I'm talking about, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, uh-huh. there, there you go. Yeah, I know that Brett. And then um, the other piece of feedback people wanted was they loved the first episode, but they wanted more about our kids. Oh well, do I've got I've got plenty of stories. So you want me to start? If, listen, now, like I said, <laughs> you guys get to run the show now. This is the way. Oh, this is Woo! the way radio was supposed to be. Yeah, it was supposed to be. Look, listen. This is the way I was taught. Mm-hmm. Listener first, DJ management Mm -hmm. because the listener is what it's all supposed to be about right that got lost in In the mix the place we used to work right uh and then it it became it became opposite Mm -hmm. Uh, and then you keep the talent happy the talent being the dj they are the bridge between the company Mm -hmm. and the audience right and then obviously you have to at the end of the day keep the lights on Mm -hmm. making money very important i i get why that was a priority but now we get to keep the listener first and i love that so you guys you guys want to talk about our kids (laughs) You haven't heard much about my son yet. I know, right. I was just about to say that. We we got to go through all the nitty-gritty stuff I was going through for a few months. So, so 16 days after I got fired, um, Brittany had a baby. Baby Palooza. <laughs> it was Baby Palooza, <laughs> exactly. I feel I'm so much more comfortable this week than yeah. I was last week, by oh, the way. Oh, thank goodness. Um, I can tell, worked. by the way, you're reading those things. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> those responses. <laughs> I can tell. I was like, okay, here, we're bringing it. We're bringing it this week. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen. listen. This Let's is, do it. This is the Rouse Podcast Mighty West. You know, I'm... Gang, gang. So I'm in it. <laughs> I will never forget that experience. Am I going to cry because I wore makeup today? I don't. I mean, I don't know. But it was the best day of my entire life. Right. I mean, I started that day, September sixth, mm-hmm. not as like a dad, and then we went to a regularly scheduled OBGYN appointment. Right. Which, by the way, I went to all of those. <laughs> Every single one. What's that like? (laughs) (laughs) Every ultrasound. And we had to go weekly because she became high risk. Right. I remember that. Mm -hmm. But I was there. And uh, because listen, I just like to toot my own horn every once in a while. So so, we went to a regularly (laughs) scheduled (laughs) OBGYN appointment. And they're like, hey, if you guys want to do this today, let's just. Oh, they even gave you the option. They were strongly urging us right, to right. go ahead and do that. And you're already high risk and you, you want, yeah, I get it. So we did, we, that was the first one we brought our bag to. Thank goodness, because it wound up being the one, the overnight bag. Exactly. The one. So we got, I guess it's induced, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, a, well, it was like, not like a planned induction, but right. it's like, Hey, today's the day to do it. Yeah. We did it. You got checked in. We got checked in. Dude, she Palooza. was a Boss, good for her. No pain medicine. Oh no. Mm-mm. Do you know how scary it is to be married to someone <laughs> that can birth a child without can, pain, medicine? without an epidural, 
without pain medicine. That's got to be terrifying. It is. Oh, trust me. I went in with the exact same mindset whenever I went in to have Woodson. I was like, I don't want an epidural. I want an all natural birth. About eight hours later, I was like, you know what? See, literally knock me unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I remember because your pregnancy with Woodson yeah. was the pregnancy with the possible exception of my sister when I was seven. Mm-hmm. Like I had never been around a pregnancy the way I was around yours. And with somebody that overshares to the extent that yeah, I, like I was, it was it was similar to it, having a morning radio show is similar to being married. You basically have seen my cervix, <laughs> basically. I, I, I would I wouldn't say all that, but with my wife, I saw things I never would have. I was like, right. whoa, it's a it's a whole little environment in there, right? Yeah. I remember because life like when she was pushing mm-hmm. and like getting down into it. Yeah, yeah. The nurse, I was up at like by her head holding her hands. Right. And the nurse kind of like tapped my arm, and she's like, she gave me the finger, like, come here. It don't. No, it you was, did. I saw like his head. Yeah. I saw like his head. That yeah. was my son's head. That's wild. It's the craziest sight ever, right? They brought in a mirror for me. Oh yeah, she didn't have a mirror. They brought. They were like, do you want to see it? I'm like, yeah, I want to see it. This is awesome. And they brought that mirror, and I was like, if I ever see that mirror in my presence again. <laughs> I will burn this place to the ground if you ever let me see myself from that ankle Which, ever again. I mean, I don't want to get too graphic, but I still think it's a nice angle. <laughs> it's like still my favorite angle. It's not a, an angle I'm used to seeing of myself. Just like the 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 totally naked with legs akimbo, <laughs> straight down Main Street. Yeah, don't mind that angle. That's, that's maybe maybe I'm weird. I saw stretch marks that I didn't know I had, and that's where my problem was. I was like, are those stretch marks? Like I'm in labor, and the doctor's like, are you worried about the fact that they're? And I'm like, yes. Nobody's. Do you know how much laser you have to get to remove these? <laughs> Nobody's gonna. First of all, I mean, how many people are even down there anymore? Probably just one. But it's Maddie, yeah, so I don't, sure I don't want to. I don't want to assume anything. Depends but no how much I've had to drink. No and what strip gonna, club I'm at. <laughs> I've heard. So, but no one's going to be down there and be like, "Oh, that's one too many stretch marks for me." <laughs> I feel like if you've got it that far, you might as well just. <laughs> you're committed. <laughs> We're at that sealing point. the deal at that point. You're, you're committed. Yeah. At that point, so um, yeah, tuck, and then that was like that was that. Baby Palooza, and then he's there forever. He's just and he's and you he's, take him home. And you take him home. It's wild. The sweetest thing, when I think about the first night home, the thing we always talk about is, um, so we have three dogs. Yeah. I know, you're crazy. That first, that first night, um, that morning, the dogs were kind of getting used to everything. Right. And Will was laying on Britney's chest in the mm-hmm. bed. It was our first morning at home. And... Um, Roxy. It's such like a raw time, like even remembering it is just so like, oh. She's our she's our little husky mix. Mm-hmm. And she um She's your favorite. She yeah. That's <laughs> that's true. She is. That's how I remember um, her. Will's favorite is Daisy. Aww. Their their relationship is the cutest thing. Daisy's our new golden retriever. She's right. a puppy. Yep. And um their relationship is Aww. adorable. I love that, yeah. So Will was laying on Britney's chest. And Roxy nudged the covers mm-hmm. with her nose mm-hmm. to cover up Will. Oh. To keep him warm the first night. Oh my gosh, Minnie doesn't even stop sleeping ever. It was the sweetest That's thing. So cute. I have a video to prove it. And Aww. it was like it, we can watch it and like just start weeping. Yeah. Because Seriously. we didn't know how they were gonna react. Plus Daisy is a, she's still in her still in her poppy phase. Right. Um and when so she was born in March and this was September, so she's only six months old. She's at the a little time. bitty still, still. And she took right to him. Will reacts to Daisy 
differently than the other ones. Yeah. So we kind of just joke like Layla is Britney's dog. She mm-hmm. had Britney, but she had Layla before she had me. Right. And then Roxy's my dog, and Daisy's Will's. <laughs> Will has a dog. And Got it. That's just kind of the way we yeah. look at that. So, um, the only like the only real like black cloud on that time of our life was um, Will was obviously dealing with a hernia. Mm-hmm. Um, Brittany was able to diagnose that before any of the doctors did, but she just, there'd be sometimes, he was always a happy baby and he still is like, the you're first, so lucky. Like the first word I'd use to describe him would be cute. Yeah. The second word would be happy. Right. Um, and I know that you didn't always have that. And I, I didn't w- have any of it. <laughs> you had cute. <laughs> yeah, I'd, you're right. I had cute. Happy though. Not for months. Yeah. It was rough. So yeah, we didn't have that, but he would, there'd be sometimes where we'd hear like a gurgle coming from his stomach. Mm-hmm. It almost sounded like really bad, like just indigestion or gas. Right. But it was like his inside squishing around Aww. and he'd start crying and he's just like, He's adorable. And he's only like nine pounds. And they and can't talk. Yeah. You can't do anything yeah, about it. Right. That's the worst feeling. And it wouldn't happen all the time, but it, it, I would say it'd be like a daily thing, though. Right. And he'd just start crying uncontrollably because his insides hurt. Mm-hmm. So in December, we were able to get him to Riley's, who people aren't joking. They're the best right. when it comes to so children's surgeries. Yeah. Um, we could have gotten it done here. We opted to do some overnights. And yeah. We don't regret that decision at all. Riley's, yeah. Riley's took really I mean, good they're, care they're of t- not Not trying to talk bad about anybody around here but riley's that's that's the top notch when it comes to your kids for sure you know? yeah so. so if we had to drive a few hours and right. stay in you're some gonna hotels, do what you gotta do best is the best and then after that it was just like he's we've all got better. a happy baby yeah. who healed really quickly Aww. um yeah so scary though you had to have been freaking out when your kid's in surgery yes oh my oh gosh my, that's good that's awful i can't even imagine and that. we the, there was even like um we had a nurse come to our room when we were when he was in surgery mm-hmm. and she was like the surgeon needs to talk to you over the phone real quick oh no Mm-mm. and it wasn't anything serious but uh Mm-mm. she wanted to take care of something else while she was in there something smaller right and uh but when when you're walking Mm-mm. to the front desk Mm-mm. to get that phone call nope it's terrifying nope it's terrifying but thank you god everything is good right. will is happy um so cute Brittany immediately became a mom yeah it's crazy it was, how it works right? it was just like just you're meant to do it who i never knew you had this in you yeah like trust me i'm a mom yeah that's like the last thing people predicted for me yeah no i know and and <laughs> Brittany like maddie's was, a mom <laughs> we were kind of coming from a spot where um we were told pregnancy was possible, right. but we would need help with like fertility medicines. Yeah. yeah, I remember you telling me about that. And that it would have to be, that's why when you told me that Brittany was pregnant for the first time. Yeah, I was like, we're going to have a baby. I you, thought that that meant you guys were going to start trying because you had kind of told me, hey, like, we're not opposed to having a family, but it would take some effort. It would take some, you know, our plan was intervention. To, our plan was to start trying in the fall, mm-hmm. which is when he wound up being born. Right. But God had different plans for us, and we're so, so thankful exciting. for it because we didn't need any help. Right, yeah. Um, I just have really, really amazing seeds. Right. Sperm. And it did the damn thing. And finally, yeah, like she and her egg was like kapow, kapow. Right. And then we just, we did it, and mm-hmm. one time, and then like five weeks later, she's like, holy cow. I'm pregnant. And I was like, are you is that even possible? And she's yeah. like, "It's pos- this is the third test. It's positive. Right. And I, I know, was, isn't it funny when you're in denial like that and you're like, we have to buy more tests. 
Like I remember I just kept drinking more and I was just like, I need to produce more pee and take more tests. And there were, them were she never like girlfriend. By the time she took the third one, I didn't even know she had taken the second one. Right. She had been asking me strange questions over text that mm-hmm. day. I should have put it together that something yeah. was going on. Asking like the last time we did it and I'm right. just like, well, what is this? And yeah. why are you, why are you feeling? I'm, I'm like the guy, like why yeah. are you, we can get back in there and we can, we can start, but yeah. We can make it today, baby. Yeah, we can, yeah, exactly. I'll be off work at right. one o'clock. Let's make this happen. Matter of fact, I'll take a quick lunch. I can swing by your work. Yeah, I, don't, exactly. I don't smoke, but I'll take a smoke break. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, um, and then of course the pregnancy was, it became high risk, which wasn't fun. So scary. Yeah. And something I couldn't relate to because my pregnancy was so easy and so effortless and it's heartbreaking that anyone has any experience other than mine but don't worry because I got my stress afterwards <laughs> I had a baby with colic for four months but it's still so scary to go through a high-risk pregnancy I can only imagine there was like for us everyone warned you about like um making time for each other mm-hmm. and you'll drift apart after the baby's born kind of stuff. But, mm-hmm. um, while we had some, like, I'll say like right at the beginning, some high stress times. It's um, so rough right at the beginning. Oh my gosh. I look back on the past nine months mm-hmm. as like a real time of closeness. Right. Um, I feel like I love her even more Aww. since she's become a mom. That's so sweet. And yeah, it's like, and I'm just being sincere. It's like, yeah. I know a lot of people kind of have that falling uh, out. I definitely can 100% see why it happens. Yeah. I mean, it's the, you've got all the components you need to make a disaster if you need it. I can totally see it too, but you know? I'm happy to say that with us, that didn't happen. Um, I love her more than the day I married her oh. and I didn't even know that was possible. Right. Um, watching her interact with that boy makes my heart mm-hmm. sing. Um, watching her be a mom, um, right. watching their relationship grow, mm-hmm. um, experience like giving things to will that i had yeah like watching childhood shows that i watched yeah. or it's so exciting you know just like doing rituals and my, making your own little traditions i love the little traditions that we've started now exactly that too i'm like oh we did this last year on christmas we're doing it this year on christmas too and like just starting your little traditions as a family is so cute it is a hundred percent the best thing i've ever done yeah um i adore being a dad. I don't have a lot of bad things to say about it. Right. Um, Will's made it a relatively smooth ride. Mm-hmm. I think at least as far as the realm of parenting goes, it's like yeah. he's been an awesome kid. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe he's humongous. I know he's pushing 28 pounds and that, he's nine months. That's awesome. And I love um, it. I'm like, yes, keep feeding him. Going to knock on wood. He's a healthy boy. Yeah. Um, which is the most important thing. Absolutely. He's funny. He makes us laugh. He's so cute. This potty thing is so weird. You're not supposed to potty train a kid. I know. I can't believe it. Seven times now, we've put him on the toilet. And he's went. And he's gone. That's so bizarre to me. And he like... 700 times I put Woodson on the toilet. (laughs) He's gone not once. (laughs) We had to get... We got him a little Mickey Mouse potty yesterday. He loves, loves Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Yeah. It's like the world stops when that stupid theme song starts. Right, yeah. And um, I'm trying to think of other ways I can describe my Woodson son. Woodson had the opposite reaction. He loves Elmo and Sesame Street. And so I was like, I'll get him an Elmo potty. And he's like, oh, can't be on Elmo. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. I see what you mean there, buddy. Like, I get it. Yeah. I I see your logic there. Yeah, like, I mean, I wouldn't... Like, I adore Elmo. Why would I poop on him? Like, I love (laughs) Nintendo games, so I wouldn't just pee all over them. Right. That's his logic. And I'm like, he's too smart for his own good. 
That does make sense. I, I like want to encourage it, but the whole time he's just like Big Bird, and I'm like, yeah, it's Big Bird. And he's like, off. Like, I have to get off Big Bird. I'm squishing Big Bird. Like, Put one oh, of know. the radio station stickers over <laughs> Elmo and Big Bird and stuff. That might make it easier. I tried with a pile of my old t-shirts. That didn't work either. <laughs> I remember your Snapchat throwing away all your... <laughs> <laughs> Here's a lighter. <laughs> That's a little bit bitter. Uh, th- I think you have every right to be, yeah. but... Well, good, because I still am. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about you and tell me about Woodson. Yeah, so uh, like you said, I didn't have the easiest time as a new mom, especially with the hormones and stuff postpartum hit me really hard it's not something i really talked about on the radio a lot but i dealt with postpartum anxiety especially yo that's real very very severely that's still real. do to an extent it's it's not there there are certain things that you experience as like a, a mom that just never go away as a parent that never goes away like a fear and a paranoia and an anxiety of you know something bad happening to your child or something bad happening to you where you couldn't take care of your child and stuff like that. And it really hit me a lot harder than I think I was expecting. And I didn't really ever talk about that or show that side. It's still something I struggle with today. But Woodson's great. He is a little a-hole sometimes, but he, his father and I raised him. So what do we expect? <laughs> uh, he's obsessed with my mom obsessed with her that makes two of us (laughs) literally wants to call her all the time wants to talk to her all the time he's so smart he's gonna be two on the 19th what did he call your mom uh ninny ninny yeah he did it i know i know he's so cute and i mean a lot of people ask so now i'm at the point in my parenting where people ask if i'm gonna have another or when the next one can be expected dude we're we're getting asked that too yeah and it's like the second he turned one i started hearing it but now that he's pushing two apparently that's like the golden age of when you have another baby is when your kid turns two and i'm like but you guys don't have my baby because if you did then you wouldn't (laughs) want another one (laughs) by the way i'll take when you guys having another baby to when are you guys getting married any day oh yeah that's true because I especially because now that I work at All About You DJ and I start like booking couples. Yeah. I ask people how long they've been together and just get to know them or whatever. Yeah. Five years is not that long to wait. Yeah. I think that that's probably about average. And it really sucks for the girls that are out there listening that have been like three years in and they're like, no. (laughs) So, but anyway, go ahead. If if it's right, it's right. Put a ring on it if you want to. If you don't, then break up with him. Well, to, to (laughs) to be cliche then... What do you have plans for another one? I don't know. So I go back and forth a lot. Um, not to toot my own horn. I'm in the best shape of my life right now. I have Can worked. We? I have. Woo, I've lost 20 pounds in the last year. Nope, just got a message from Brett. He says, yeah, you are. <laughs> I lost 20 pounds in the last year. Uh, I, again, with, with the postpartum depression and anxiety, you kind of get lost in that as well. And I kind of remember looking in the mirror one day to just totally let myself go. And of course, I had a postpartum body too. And you have to give yourself time on that. Like, that's my advice to new moms, expecting moms, wannabe moms. Like, bouncing back, at least for me, was not a thing. And I struggled with that a lot. I'm like, dude, I was young, hot, paid for these boobs, and then I'm just going to have this baby, and it's just going to be like, all of it's gone? And that's exactly what happened. (laughs) And so I've really worked my ass off for the last year. And so the thought of, even though I'm able to, and that's what kills me because there's so many people out there that would love to be able to have a child. And they're like, if you have a body that's capable of it, why wouldn't you? You know what I mean? Because so many people would be dying to just be able to carry a child. And I understand that. But sacrificing my body again is not something I necessarily want to do right now. 
okay. uh, or in the near future. And with the wedding getting pushed back to August now, obviously not before then, because I'm going to be well, yeah. tizzy-turned at my wedding. Although at least at this time... All the you, way on the ground. You wouldn't be showing, because now you're getting... I mean, you're right, but I wouldn't oh, be able to drink. Be, that's true. Who's supposed to get naked at my wedding if it's not the bride? Look, me or Cody can do it. <laughs> Are you guys going to take one for the team? Hey, real quick. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't want to keep getting distracted. Do you want to push me? No. What's, you want to push me? What's going on in that screen? I want to make sure that uh, our viewers are getting the best experience. I remember last time there was some freezing going on. Oh, uh, turn, turn the mouse off and on on the bottom. Oh. Off and on, yeah. It. What's it saying? It says some updates could not be installed. Okay, I can deal with that. That's fine. Do I press cancel or try again? Cancel. And then what's the other one say? Recording in progress. There's a recording in progress. Are you Perfect. Sure that you want to end and quit Ecamm Live? We don't want to do that. No, we don't want to do that. Don't press cancel. Don't press quit. Yeah, don't quit. Okay. Oh, we're still going. All right, cool. Sorry about that, everybody. Just want to make sure everyone's getting the... <laughs> say, and, and do me a favor. Just say Brett. Brett. <laughs> You probably couldn't hear it, but uh, if you say it in the mic. Well, he can read lips. Just say hi to him. Hey, Brett. There you go. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're Add we're. me on Facebook already. My goodness. I've been waiting for him to make the first move forever. Probably, a lot of my friends add you, and they say you don't add them back. I did check my account the other day, and I have like 70-something um, not responded to friend requests. Like, I know Cody, he was what, trying to be your friend. I, I just added Cody last week. Okay, good. Yeah, I just added him. The, but, like, when I first started working here, it was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, she's got her Facebook's on lock, you know? Yeah, that's um, true. Not even anymore, her, though. Even her previous coworkers weren't friends with her on Facebook. It was just <laughs> literally just me. Okay, anyway, so yeah, um, I don't think that we're going to have another one anytime soon. We go back and forth about it a lot. Like, literally, I could ask Kent, you want another baby? And he'll say, yeah. And then I'll ask him tomorrow, you want another baby? And he'll be like, hell no. That's me. And because Woodson will be screaming on the floor, throwing his head back, throwing a tantrum. And he'll be like, absolutely not. I'm not doing this again. So what something I've thrown out there recently that he's kind of iffy about is adopting. I think I would love to adopt our second really? child. Yeah. That'd be great. I think I would love to. Oh, I know. I would love to adopt. And um, it, there's definitely, you know, like a need for it and stuff like that. And I would, you know. I would like to to do that. Kent is kind of like, what if we don't love it as much as like our our like home fed <laughs> little boy? And I'm like, I don't think that's possible. I don't think you can hand anyone a baby and them not love it. You know what I mean? I think just within a few days it becomes it's yours. Yeah, I've, yeah. Adopted, I've adopted enough dogs to know. And then I can 100 percent have a daughter. You know what I mean? Then I can have my boy and my girl. <laughs> and I just like because I you know Oakland. I might yeah I might just have to like get pregnant again all the way again and then they tell me it's another boy and I'm like ugh that's for nothing you know what just hit me <laughs> I remember one time before Brittany got pregnant yeah you said you told me mm -hmm. and you were being serious this goes mm -hmm. back to Maddie being ride or die being loyal I am ride or die you told me you would carry our baby absolutely I'd carry your child for you dude that's real absolutely that's like like bling my hotline I'd do it for free you don't even have to pay me that's crazy to me. I Thank do you it. for that. You're welcome. We don't need you to. Like, we already had him. Right, yeah. Here. I'm glad it worked out. But, like, that's, like, amazing. Yeah. Thank absolutely. You. I would do that. Isn't it funny how I'm like, I would literally carry your baby, and they're like, what about yours? I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> How many people are in this world you'd carry their baby? Um, less than 10? Way less than 10. I would say other than, like, you guys and probably, like, my best friend, Carrie, my sisters, and that's it. See, look at that. So that's Thank like, you, what, Maddie. five? Yeah, it's like about five-ish. Yeah. Yeah. 
Your sister, your older sister's already got a few. Yeah, so she she's doesn't... good. She is fertile myrtle. <laughs> she's good in the cranking them out department. She needs to sl- she needs to calm down. I remember we used to talk about like parenting fails. Yeah, I did one. I last... should have started keeping a log. <laughs> <laughs> I did one last week that like Brittany's still giving me a hard time about. Yeah, like look, it's gonna. I don't make a lot of mistakes, but mm-hmm. I made one. I guess it was probably it was last Friday. I remember. I remember when it happened. Yeah. So. He was in his little chair, that his uh, his walker. Mm-hmm. By the way, he zooms around. Isn't it nuts? He's only nine months old, but like, and it's they're so like crazy. NASCAR drivers in those things. And okay, <laughs> first of all, I'm amazed at how precise he can be on that thing because yeah. he's just a baby. Yeah, and it's so true. Like he wants to go right for the electric sockets. Yeah, he wants to go right for the knives in the dishwasher. I know. He wants to go right for the dog food. Well, I tell you, it doesn't get any better. The older they get, I know. the more accessible those things become. And it's like, we have so many toys on your tray on your walker. It's so frustrating. Why do you want the electric socket? I know. His birthday's coming up next week, and I'm like, if one of you guys buy him a toy and not like a measuring cup from the cabinet, it's going to just sit on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so like if you don't buy him a plastic water bottle, it's not going to get played with. That's just facts. <laughs> he's always trying to reach for like, yeah, stuff like he should like any, any loose wire. The electric sockets. Jesus, it drives me nuts. Or like we have our couch has, to put our couch has like phone chargers. Like he just wants the charger. Mm-hmm. He could have three toys on his yep. lap. Must have the phone and the charger. Right. Uh, and charger must go in mouth. Right. Because where could it possibly hurt him? Right. In his mouth. <laughs> Can't just play with it, right. I mean, yeah, if he could yeah. figure out how to like make a noose out of the thing, he would yeah. try it. I mean, that's just he wants Literally. to get he wants to get hurt. I know. You have I know. to stop them from hurting themselves. It gets scarier too. Like the older they get and the more the more apt they are to hurt themselves because they're more mobile. It's just like all I do is worry and chase him around and take, yeah, knives and electric cords out of his hand all day so Brittany asked me to change him real quick mm-hmm. we were doing something and i took him out i got him out of the the walker and i'm standing in between my bedroom and the hall mm-hmm. and she asked me if he pooped so i do what everyone does i lift him up and i smell his diaper right i was in a door way so I didn't, oh. <laughs> and I conked the poor guy's head, oh. and he starts crying. Isn't it? It's so bad when you hurt them, and I, you feel so guilty. I know, it's the worst <laughs> feeling in the entire world. And he didn't even cry that long. And now me and Woodson just fist fight. <laughs> <laughs> but Brittany is trying to be like. Oh, keep crying, Will. Make Dad feel bad. Right. Not in yeah, those yeah, words, yeah. like you're sorry, Daddy hurt you. Yeah, and I'm just like, he's not even crying anymore. <laughs> just like, can we let it go? I'm sorry. Yeah, I made a mistake. Right, he's fine now. Can we just get past it? Yeah, and the answer is no. No, no, we can't. <laughs> of course, we can't. I know Woodson really knows how to make you feel bad now, if you do something on accident like that. Yeah. Like I, I looked at him today and I just went, "Hey, buddy," and he's like, looks at me and I'm like. <gasps> And then he'll start crying. So now it's just like a game to him. Like he just knows how to pull on your heartstrings anyway. We've already learned a few tricks to just like get him to stop crying and start yeah. laughing. And it's like, it's, it's underhanded, but it's like, you know, if I start tickling his armpits, I'll, he'll stop crying and start laughing. Right. I have a certain face <laughs> I can make that'll make him start laughing. Right. I can pretend like I'm eating his belly yeah. and it's laugh city. Right. You know? So it's like, that's how you can tell if he's really. Woodson's getting really expensive to get to stop crying. <laughs> What do you mean? It's like chocolate. And now he, we, today he would only stop crying if I got him an Amazon Alexa. 
And I'm like, you're really up in <laughs> what? I'm like, you're really up in the game here, buddy. He is Shelly's grandson. I know. For sure. She has, she, it's all her fault. Yes. By the way, if you want. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't have them ready, I don't think. No, you're fine. I think, I was going to say I have pictures of Will, but. Oh. Maybe I can. Uh, I know. I, I'll send some in of what's Yeah, next, next time I'll, I'll share yeah. some more. If you follow me on Facebook, you've probably seen plenty. Right, of yeah. And if it. I approve one of your. 700 friend requests out there <laughs> then you'll see what's in eventually too <laughs> um so yeah so that's um I'm trying to think of what else to really get to from par- it's hard to just be like talk about parenting right yeah uh i mean i'm not i'm pretty bad at it <laughs> i don't i can't imagine you're bad at the- no i'm good uh he does say the f word sometimes it comes out puck but it's very close <laughs> <laughs> it's very close i'm very proud uh it all started in a fit of road rage last week when i said the f word it was it was um like a paragraph that involved the F word quite a few times. I've been I know you. I know me how in you... a box truck, and I was prepared <laughs> to get out and fight this full grown man. Was in traffic? <laughs> yes, there was an ambulance behind us, but he couldn't see the ambulance because he was big dumb box truck. And I was like slowing down to stop in front of him because the ambulance was coming up, and he didn't know why I was stopping. And I was like, because there's an ambulance back there, and he was like. No, I can't see it in my big box truck. And I'm like, well, it's back there. And so then I was yelling like, F you, you effing F head and, you know, whatever. And then uh, just in the background, puck. I'm like, no, no, buddy. We don't say that. Puck. Pucking. And I'm like, oh, God. (laughs) What have I done? And so, yeah. So now just randomly he'll and he uses it in really good context, too. Like if something falls on the ground, puck. I'm like, okay, (laughs) he's got he's got got the verbiage down. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's just a matter of time. I know before he's saying. Yeah, intentionally. F you, you effing F head. I can't wait. Yeah. (laughs) I can't wait. Oh, no, you get the taste slapped out your mouth if you do that. (laughs) That's probably the right thing to do. Um. But no, uh, and watching Kent be a dad is really cool too, especially kind of like you said, now that he's growing up and he's able to do more extremely dangerous things like what his dad likes to do, like ride dirt bikes say he's a dirt bike and guy. snowboard and skateboard and stuff. Uh, watching Woodson kind of pick up on those things and ride skateboards and he has a little motorized dirt bike that he rides around the yard and stuff. It's really cool to see to see all that stuff. When we were going to put him on a snowboard last year, but... Um, it's like hard on their knees when they're that little or something like that. So they recommend being at least two. So this <laughs> makes sense. This winter, he's going off. Of, he's, he's, going down, up. he's going down a black diamond. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I know sports so well. I know that's a really hard course. <laughs> it's, we have um, not if you take enough tequila shots. I mean, for me, it's not snowboarding and dirt biking, but um, it's interesting, though, to share any of your yeah. of your upbringing and any of your like, like the things that molded you. We obviously like to play video games and stuff. Yeah. And we've got like a little controller for him to play while, so cute. while, he, while I play, too. And yeah, it's it's the best. Um, Sharing that is just so special. Yeah, or like, you know, I watched like DuckTales growing up. Yeah. So if I'm with Will and he wants to watch TV, yeah, we'll put on DuckTales. Right. Or Tiny Toons Mm -hmm. or Animaniacs, stuff that I grew up on and get to share with him. Yeah. Or It's the best feeling ever. Yeah. And I mean, Shelly raised me. So I don't come in sharing my upbringing until we get to like the vodka age, which is, in my experience, (laughs) 14 (laughs) so we have a little while before mommy gets to share you know the things closest to her heart but for now it's all kent's cool stuff there's this one story i have it's like it might not make sense to you or like the listeners or whatever but like there was a time 
where I was watching wrestling, which I, you know, I, I do that all right, the time. That's your thing. And, um, I had, I was holding Will and I go, and that's, you know, John Cena or whoever it is. And, you know, one day we'll watch this stuff together. Yeah. And Brittany was in the kitchen and she kind of just said, she was like, just so you know, you already are. And I was like, oh my God. Right. I am. Yeah. It's well, that not, just gave me chills. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, it did that to me too. Yeah. She's like, just so you know, you already are. Like right now you're doing it. Yeah. And even though like, I can't like. You're having those childhood memories with him already every day. And like that hit me in such a profound way. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh my God, I am. Right. Like it's not going to happen. One someday. day. Like yeah. you're here right now. And like, we're doing it right now. This, this will change. Right. But yeah, we It'll are doing bigger. it. We're doing it right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And you'll be throwing stuff at the TV just like I used to do when I was right. a kid. But yeah, right now we are doing it. It's and so crazy. Yeah, it is. I love it. I love being a mom. I've said it since the beginning. Yeah. I, I love being a mom. And I know I come across very, you know, like funny and lighthearted about it. But um, I am 110% a mama bear. I mean, you know me. You know that. Mm-hmm. Don't mess with my son. Don't mess with my family. That, I'm, I'm very, very protective. Which is, is why. Brittany. Yeah, which is why I never said his name. I never let anybody in. Uh, you know, I cleaned house on my Facebook right before I had him because mm-hmm. I'm just so protective of him. And I have relaxed a little bit now that he's older. Sure. And you know, and and I have loosened up about it a lot. But I I love being a mom. Yeah, I I I always wanted to have a baby, especially a little boy. Mm-hmm. And I can say that this has exceeded my expectations. Yeah. Um. You know, I don't. Uh, I kind of wish we did it sooner. Maybe I guess right. I yeah. haven't thought about that. Maybe, maybe I'll take that back, yeah. but I just, I'm so glad we did. Right. I'm so glad it happened when it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just been the best thing I've ever done. Yeah. It's, it's all I want to do is be around. I would do it all over again for him for another baby though. Eh, we'll see. And like you told me before, <laughs> like I remember when you came in, you or when we were still working on the radio, you came in and one time you were like, um, he did this, this and this and all, all this stuff that stressed you out. And you're like, but I would still die for him. Right, I would. In I would heartbeat. do it. I would die for him in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree. Like that's what I. Right. I don't want any harm to ever come right. this little boy's way. I know. Same. That's why I felt so bad about bonking his head on the door frame. <laughs> so what else do we want to get to? I, I, I want to talk to you last week about your wedding. Yeah, my wedding caught the coronavirus. <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm so sorry. It's okay. So I was supposed to get married uh, April 18th, this past April. And uh, my venue called me like March 18th, like right at a month before. And they said, hey, you know, with everything going down, we're going to have to reschedule. And I was like, I was still very ignorant about all the Corona stuff at the time. Everybody was. Right. And I was like, oh, my God, you guys are being so dramatic. This is so annoying. Like, are you kidding? You know, I was. And it's my wedding, you know, so I'm like being a bridezilla about him like what do you expect me to do what do you want you know it was in that really short period of time where it was like the quarantine had just started Mm -hmm. and people were still like are we going to go to that sporting event right are we going to go to that concert right is wrestlemania going to happen yeah you know it's a month away if it's everything will be fine by the world has changed right and i remember you had you called me because we're doing your wedding Mm -hmm. and that was the first call i got and i was like Oh my God. This is real. This is so real. Like this, yeah. And we're going to start getting bombarded with calls, which obviously we did. Right. I mean, every wedding Got from rescheduled. March through June. Pretty well through the end of the month. Had yeah. to get rescheduled. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It's nuts. And I mean, 
being a mom is to credit for a lot of it. The old me would have freaked out, had panic attacks and cried. But the mom me was like, okay, here's an issue and we're going to fix it right now. Yeah. Like, and I just, I didn't even let it get to me. I was just like, you called your vendors. I called them and I was like, can you, well, first when my venue called me, I said, what dates do you have available for later this year? Hope by hoping, you know, crossing your fingers that things would be cleared up by then which it just kept getting extended and extended. So I'm so glad I didn't pick like a June or a July date, even though they only had a couple open. And they told me a couple dates in August. And I said, okay. And he was like, but you know, I'm calling more people more people are rescheduling. So I'm just letting you know, if you want one of these dates and you want to get married in 2020, you need to take one of these dates right now. And I'm like, well, I haven't talked to my vendors yet. Like what if they can't reschedule? So I kind of did a phone game. I'm like, listen, literally turn the phone off. Don't answer anyone else's calls. Don't let any other brides reschedule until I can get back with you. I was between like August 8th or August 20 something. And I was calling around my vendor saying like, okay, which one works best for you? Okay, this date works best for this person. And I just took majority rules. And so then we rescheduled it for the 8th. And literally all of my vendors were able to reschedule for then, which is awesome. Yeah, but I, it's also because I got them first because I I mean were, I literally jumped on you were it. The first call it. we got, literally. I said that's when it really was like, oh my god, this, this is, is so real. This is about to rock our our world as wedding DJs. Yeah, so it it definitely gave me a little bit more time to kind of finalize things, and I mean I won't go into too explicit details about everything, but I made some adjustments in my bridal party and. Um, got rid of some guests and added some different ones and i feel like oh your guest list got chopped yeah yeah and your bridal party got chopped yeah there was people whose names i took off yeah my bridal party got chopped and my guest list got chopped there was names i definitely took off of the original address book do and those people know they're off well i guess they will and <laughs> <laughs> they're like hey maddie we never got that follow-up invite like what's going on because obviously i had to send out all new invites and everything like that too um which by the way, I wax sealed by hand every single wedding invite that I sent out How the many last were there? time. I think like a hundred, a hundred invites, and literally burned through a brand new pair of Athleta leggings doing it, and then literally they were for nothing because my whole <laughs> wedding got rescheduled. What um, what was something? That somebody did to get off of the invite list. You don't have to use names or anything. Uh, but- no, I just think it was just like. It just allowed me more time to think like, this is such a big day. Do I really want to spend it with these people or am I just inviting them because I feel like I have to? You know what I mean? And it's just like, when I think about who's dancing with me out on the dance floor and this person walks up to me and starts dancing with me, my initial instinct would be like, I don't really want to dance with these people. You know what I mean? I want to go like with with this other group of way cooler people. So I would say that that's a good choice. Yeah. But I would say that you also probably should have made that decision before you sent the first round. I of think invites. so too. Yeah. But the, yeah, figure it out. Wouldn't it be amazing if those people showed up on your original date? <laughs> See, there is still the possibility that they will. And if that's the case, then I'll just pretend like nothing happened. No, because your original date already happened. Your original date was in April. Oh, you mean like if they would have shown up in April? Yeah. I'm saying there's still people just from like my Facebook post that still might show up in August. That were that never got the second invite that I, I sent feel out. like you got to let those people in. You think so? 
No, I know I would let them in. I would just pretend like nothing happened. Like I didn't yeah. leave them off the invite list. I mean, if they're friends with you on Facebook, they saw that they're... That this know. date's rescheduled. They had the original invite and have every reason to assume. And like I said, if that's the case, then they'll never know that I'm even talking about them right now. Or if they read that <laughs> blog that the radio station made you write, they, they would know. <laughs> if I had Ma- to out myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ma- Maddie went to work uh, just like in tears. Literally. Because she had to reschedule her entire wedding. You, mm-hmm. you work so hard for a wedding. There's so much work right. that goes into it. Yeah, I literally planned this entire wedding. And myself. Picked out all the vendors myself, like planned it myself, made the calls, made the appointments, it was all me. You said your boss is like, you're gonna blog about this, right? Yeah, and I'm like, I cannot wait to blog like, about what, this. What a sensitive- What kind of insensitive <laughs> BS is that? <laughs> I'm over yeah. it. I'm so I'm so I'm so over it. But yeah, so everything ended up working out, and it, I get married in August, and like I said, I'm shooting for um, a hard out 2025 divorce papers, <laughs> which I have actually already communicated with Jerry Valeri, and he is also scheduling his divorce for around the same time. 2025. Yeah, and so but I told him instant. his will be lit. <laughs> I told him we can't make it that suspicious that he needs to shoot for 2026 and just cheat for a year. And then that will be ultimately what leads to the divorce. But he wants to meet me right in the middle. That sounds like that sounds like a good it's a so good I can't wait. So we have a lot to celebrate. The beginning of one marriage and the end, but then also at the beginning of another relationship. Now, 2025 is going to be amazing. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Like, Jerry's a guy I have so much respect for. Like, I want him. I, I one day see a day mm-hmm. where this screen behind me, if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube. Yeah. We'll have his face on like a Zoom oh. on this show. Like every night when we FaceTime like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. Have you FaceTimed Jerry? No. So I, I Facebook messaged video. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Since some Perfect. pictures. Um, you sent me a text. Yes. And you were like, you have to ask me about three words to describe Oh, yeah, Maddie. yeah, yeah. A funny story that happened last week. Okay, so like we were talking about being being in a well I, I'm not technically in a marriage but like being in a relationship with someone having a kid it's just a really hard dynamic to kind of navigate through and it took us a long time to figure it out and there was I, I'm total transparency there was points you know that we've talked about I didn't think my relationship was going to make it I yeah I mean I, I, I would have never like I would have never um, guessed that I'd be getting married this year there was definitely times where I was like we can't do this because it's just so hard it's just so hard to be parents and to get through that and also struggling with, you know, mental illnesses and stuff that I was dealing with at the time too. definitely hit a low point. But really this last year, this last six months, <laughs> uh, we've really, really gotten closer and we've really worked through all of the hardships. And I mean, every relationship has them, too. But there was definitely points where I was like, is this even going to work, especially quarantining with people? That's that was another thing. Oh, I my gosh. Say. Like, I know quarantining has been a, a really difficult for a lot yeah. of people. It was hard for us in our relationship. Definitely at the beginning. I have to I don't want to make it sound like my whole world is perfect. Right. I feel so much closer to my wife even after quarantine. Like yeah. we bonded during it. Right. Um, bonded after getting married, bonded more after having Will. It was just mm-hmm. like, I feel so close to her. I was like literally going to rip Kent's head off day four. And like that was one thing I heard like another podcast talking about was like, imagine if you're quarantining mm-hmm. with someone that and it goes sour. 
Right. And there's nothing you can literally do. nothing you can do. You can't get like a new apartment. No. Or like if you're going through a divorce mm-hmm. and like now you're all just stuck together. Yeah. Like what an episode of Twilight Zone. For us, it, it kind of worked out. Not that I mean, like I said, we were at a really low point, but not to the point of giving up yeah. on our family, obviously. It just kind of made you work through it. You're like, listen, we're stuck in this. Yeah. So we your, need to hash it out. It puts your backs together. Yeah. Like, like we, we, have we gotta to, we gotta figure this out. That's the thing with marriages. It's gotta be like mm-hmm. you guys versus Do or the die. World. It can't yeah. be you two versus each other. Exactly. Right. It's not like who wins the problem. It's both of you coming together to right. overcome. That it's you versus that the would problem. take him sitting down and listening to me for a change. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, which he really doesn't. But anyway, um, so I asked him. So the other night we're just kind of like laying in bed and talking and we were talking about like how good things have been lately and how we're really glad that, you know, X, Y and Z has happened and it's brought us closer together and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, if you could describe me now, I got now I have to try to remember the words. I'm like, if you could describe me in three words. What would what would they be? You asked him that? Yeah. Okay. I give him three, right? I'm not just saying one. I'm saying three. Me. I mean, look, I'm thinking he's going to describe me the way Brett or Jerry Valeri would describe me. I can tell you the words <laughs> Brett and Jerry would use. But I'm saying, like, me. The person that you're going to watch walk down the aisle in two months. The person that you watched push our child into this world three words to describe me and he's like okay yeah he thinks for a second he's like okay stubborn (laughs) like okay like okay you got three i could i could i could take one l you know what i mean like you got you got three i could do best two out of three and then he's like anxious (laughs) stubborn and anxious okay gosh i can't remember the third one right now for the life of me Stubborn, anxious, and oh my gosh, I can't even remember the third one. It wasn't like negative, but it was all, or it wasn't like the word negative, but it was something similar to that. Pessimistic. Yeah, something like that. And I was just like, wow, Maddie, or Kent, do you take Maddie to be your lawfully wedded wife? The woman that you describe as stubborn <laughs> and anxious and controlling. Controlling was the <laughs> I do. I'm like, that's what you want like, to be looking at me, being like, you anxious, controlling. This reminds me of a story. Like, there, was a, there was a time, so when we met with our pastor for our wedding, there's like, he's got like five different scripts he can use Mm -hmm. and there was one of the scripts that like completely had the woman as like subservient like (laughs) like where she will obey the master of the household which would of course be me right and we're talking about which ones i'm like i kind of like that one and she's like shut up and i'm and every time i try to be something like she didn't like about this other one right i'm like yeah i really think that fourth one was like really good yeah Uh, and she's it was it's hard to describe. I, I still feel so bad for my pastor because whenever we were in there for like the couples counseling that you go through before you get married, it's like the two meetings or whatever that you have to go we to. We bypass those. It, I feel like we could have used them, especially at the given time. So we. There were times where I'm like, we probably should have done that. Yeah. 
I mean, it's it's like nothing. I It's where I sat and did a majority of the talking and Kent was just like, yeah, that's pretty much how it is because it's what he does every day. Uh-huh. But I remember one of, one thing got brought up about the family dynamics and how sometimes it's hard for me to like enjoy being around Kent's family because it's so different than mine. And my family is so level 10, like need a film crew following us at all times type of family and his family is very traditional and his like parents, the t-shirt said the wild wild west right yeah and then kent's family is like very traditional like his parents are even still married which in my <laughs> household is such a foreign concept but i remember we were talking about that dynamic and how like obviously kent loves hanging out with my family because it's fun and it's entertaining but i i hate to say it but then sometimes i just get bored when i'm like around his family because i'm like man look where's the alcohol like <laughs> Why is why is no one like rapping or you know what I mean like I mean, it's doing, hard to blend families it, it's it's really difficult yeah. and especially gr- growing up so drastically different from each other and he had like a more strict traditional household and I literally had Shelly as my guardian <laughs> and <laughs> I don't even know how I turned out halfway decent but I remember talking to the pastor about this and the pastor said like like give me an example of something that Maddie here we go could do with her mom that she wouldn't be able to do with your mom and I was like I look at Kent right I'm looking at him like what is about to come out of his mouth what's he gonna say and Kent's like I don't think I want to go there and my pastor literally says I've heard it all trust me you're not gonna make me blush and I'm like Ben, <laughs> with all due respect, <laughs> you have no idea. Just his name is Ben. <laughs> like Ben, look at me, Pastor. You're, you're, Pastor Ben, <laughs> you're not, you're not ready. yourself in. He wasn't ready. And so Kent's like, like for example, I don't see my mom and Maddie picking out dildos together anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> You've done that with your mom, haven't you? Yeah, oh, multiple times. <laughs> They're like gifts we get for each other. (laughs) Did Ben say what's a dildo? No, he literally went. "Mm." (laughs) I was like, "What did I tell you, Ben? (laughs) Told you 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 weren't ready for the heat." (laughs) And so Ben was like, "Well, you know, I could maybe see where that would maybe." So when this happened, like, are you helping her or is she helping you? I feel like I would be helping her. Okay, I don't I don't know. Oh, am I helping my mom or is she helping is me? Is Shelly helping oh, you? Oh no, Shelly's like sit down young child. I'll yeah. teach you the ways. <laughs> this one garbage. This one life-changing. It's definitely Shelly that's doing the this coaching. This red one on the wall is perfect and the person at the store goes, I've got three Shelly, of these. Put down the fire extinguisher. <laughs> I got one I keep on the charger and one that I keep on hand because I can never go without. That's amazing. That literally happened in uh, a church of God in front of the pastor that's going to be marrying us in two months. How does Ben react to I, He it was very much next question. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say for sure because you've been to a strip club with your mom, right? Oh, multiple strip clubs. I thought for sure that's where this was going to climax. No. Oh, no. So you thought. (laughs) That's amazing. There is multiple climaxes in this given situation. It's so worth reminding people your mom is the best. She really is. And she really wants to be on this show, too. And I told her, absolutely, we're going to find a segment for you. A hundred percent. Shelly Stories, it's coming. So you better be ready. Yes, I have. There's been a lot of people who have reached out to me offering to be on the show. Mm -hmm. It's been a real community effort. Like, Look at the way we've stepped up from the last episode. Right. And again, thank you guys so much for your support. 
support and for tuning in and downloading and subscribing and leaving reviews. Holy Absolutely. cow. Yes. It's um, insane. So I also wanted to tell, you know, I was thinking before we, before we wrap things up, mm-hmm. three words I would use to describe me. And then I'll ask you. Okay. Fat. You sound like Kent describing me now. <laughs> Ugly. Oh, you're too hard on yourself. Dad. You can't you can't be fat and ugly and then produce Will. Oh, you can. That's not I a also thing. think those are the three words Brittany would use to describe me. <laughs> fat, ugly dad. I would have to think about three words I would use to describe. Do you have words for me? I loyal. Oh yeah. Um, I'm a ride or die for sure. Real, mm-hmm. I like that. And then, um, oh, oh, come on, throw in one like explicit. <laughs> I mean, I want something scandalous. No, if I had to think of a throw, it's like partner. It's like partner. You're, like you're like you've been my partner. Yeah. on the air. Yeah, you've been my partner throughout this. This has been one of the most important things. I I've would ever use done. real to describe you too. I, think, I feel like we 100% have that same understanding. And that was why sarcastic our, is my second one for you. So, sar- but in a good way. So sarcastic, real. Uh, that's what made our last job so painful. Was like mm-hmm. we wanted to be all those, those things, yeah. And it was just like it was cut off at every pass. And considerate. You're very considerate. Thank you. You're always kind of telling me, like Maddie, you kind of need to think of other people sometimes. And I'm like, I do that to you. Yeah. You'll be like, but how would this person react when you kick them out of the wedding? And maybe it would really hurt their feelings. And I'm like, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> and you're like think, you did, you're like think about think it through so you're very considerate so the I, I i did know that you kicked someone out of your wedding mm-hmm. and you were coming to me with advice on right that. because you're real and i knew you'd keep it real with me i did and you're compassionate so you always see the other side of things and i am very it sounds bad but very in my own head about things and self-centered in that way okay Where i'm like but i want to be make myself comfortable so and you're like maddie other people exist real sarcastic and considerate mm-hmm. i'll take that yeah. better than fatigly dad i suppose <laughs> <laughs> this show has been brought to you by all about you dj by the way another great thing you can do to help like maddie said you know like share please yes. tell your friends like thank you keep tuning um, in every friday supporting our sponsors is another great way to help us that's how the, like, that's how this is possible when people are talking about like hashtag shop local hashtag support local um, do it i mean if you're listening to the radio uh, here in town, you're not supporting local. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are national companies, right? Um, not based in Evansville. I mean, even the station we used to work on doesn't have a single local voice on it right, right. now. Mm-hmm. Um, we are here in Evansville. Mm-hmm. We're literally in the old Snooks building. <laughs> literally, it's nice, ain't it? Yeah, it doesn't doesn't look too bad, does it? Yeah. Um, this show is brought to you by All About You DJ. Let All About You DJ host your next wedding party or event. Maddie, I'm going to is doing that. Literally, uh, I did it too. I definitely two months from now. Less that's than. what helped make that the up until up until my son was born. The best day of my entire life was the wedding. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah, so much fun. All about you, DJ specializes in wedding receptions as well as any other private parties, including birthdays, engagement parties, school dances, or any other special event uh, you may need a DJ for. We even work with you to ensure that your entertainment is perfect for the event that you're hosting. At All About You, DJ, your event is not only important to you, but is also important to us. We want to make it as memorable as possible for all of those involved i can't wait i've had my i've had all my appointments and stuff i'm excited yeah yeah your your party i'm so close dude your party is going to be in cody and i keep talking about how excited we are for your wedding it's going to be epic you know i don't know how to throw a bad party 
<laughs> I've heard since you were 14. I, since I was 14. <laughs> All About You provides everything you need to make your wedding the event of your dreams, from dazzling photo booths to ensure that your event is one your guests will never forget, to gorgeous uplighting to make your wedding photos pop. All About You offers several different packages to fit your needs. You can even ask for me to host your party, and maybe one day even Maddie can Ooh. host your party, too, as she said she doesn't throw a bad party. Check out our five-star <laughs> reviews on Google and on Facebook.com slash All About You DJ. You can give us a call at 812 or check us out online at allaboutudj.com. And if you would like to advertise on the Rob's Podcast with Maddie West, please email therobspodcast at gmail.com. Like I said, support our sponsors, please. That yes. is supporting local. These are mm-hmm. local businesses that are believing in us. Yes. We appreciate them very, very much. Appreciate all the love and support, the reviews. Oh my goodness. Also, I love to know, like it makes my life easier when mm-hmm. you tell us what you want us to talk about. Yeah. You know, so if you ever want to do that, just leave us a comment. You know, we were, you want to hear more about Shelly and I shopping trips. Just let me know. I do. I'll fill you in on all the details. <laughs> For lack of a better term, you'll yeah. fill us in. I'm going to have to run across the street after this. Uh, just got an email from Brett. Want to hear more about Maddie shopping with her mom? I got you, Brett. <laughs> Take care of that, Brett. Um, yeah, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Podbean. You can find us on Spotify. YouTube, Facebook. All of streaming. it. Yeah, so. If it's out there, we're on it. Um, if there's anything you like, don't like about the show, please let us know. Thank you so much for listening. I'm The Rob. I'm Maddie West. Thank you so much for listening to The Rob's Podcast with Maddie West. We will see you next week. Bye, Brett. <laughs>